Hello and welcome to the Number 10 Podcast, where we talk about the biggest moments in Major League Soccer and U.S. Soccer. I'm your host, Logan Aiken. This week, we'll be continuing our discussion of the MLS is Back tournament. The tournament is set to start July 8th in Orlando, Florida, with the Group A doubleheader of Orlando City SC versus Inner Miami, Nashville SC versus the Chicago Fire. Each club has been placed into six groups. After the group stage, the top half of each group, along with the three teams with the next best point total, will advance to the knockout round. The winner of the MLS's back tournament will receive a $1.1 million prize along with a CONCACAF Champions League berth in 2021. In our last episode, we talked about the challenges that will arise for the teams within Group A having six teams. On Wednesday, July 24th, the MLS announced the schedule for the tournament. Additionally, they announced that the top three teams from Group A will advance to the knockout round and the fourth place team will be eligible for the three remaining wildcard spots that will be awarded to the highest scoring third place teams from Groups B through F. This will give the teams in Group A that we headlined in our last episode a better shot at advancing into the knockout rounds. In this episode, we will be looking at Group B, but first I would like to bring up the strategy that will come in the tournament when it comes to the later matches of the group stage. Every group stage match counts towards the club's regular season record for when they return to their home markets at the end of the tournament. This brings into the question about game management. When we get to the final game of the group stage, some club will have already secured a place in the knockout round. Typically in tournaments like this, such as the World Cup, teams will take this as an opportunity to rest some of their starters in the final match so they can be fresh for the knockout round. But in this tournament, the results of that final match still matter. Coaches will have to question whether they should rest some of their starters and risk dropping points that could prove to be valuable later in the season or play those starters and risk injury when they have already advanced to the knockout round. Ultimately, it will be up to each club and their circumstances to consider what they will do. They will probably not know what they will do until they arrive at that final game. Now for Group B. Group B is consisted of all Western Conference teams. They are the Seattle Sounders, FC Dallas, the Vancouver Whitecaps, and the San Jose Earthquakes. We will go through each club and the most interesting aspects for that team going into the tournament. Group B is headlined by the Seattle Sounders. Last season, the Sounders finished second in the Western Conference during the regular season, but were able to upset Supporters Shield winners LAFC during the playoffs and eventually were crowned the MLS Cup champions. As for 2020, the Sounders exited the CONCACAF Champions League in the first round after losing to Olympia 4-2 on aggregate. For the regular season, Seattle defeated the Chicago Fire in their home opener and then went on to draw Columbus Crew SC in the final match before the coronavirus break. Head coach Brian Schmenzer has already asserted that the squad intends to enter the MLS's back tournament with the intention to win, and he has the squad to make it happen. Schmenzer has a strong core of both domestic and international players, such as Nicolas Ladero, Jordan Morris, and Raul Ruiz Diaz, that have already proved their ability to win in important matches. Additionally, Seattle has signed two homegrown contracts to help with the depth for the tournament. The Sounders have the talent to perform well and potentially win the MLS's back tournament, but just because you were champions last season doesn't mean you're still the best team this season. 
With that, the Sounders need to make sure that they assert themselves once again as a team to beat when they get to Orlando. The next team in Group B is FZ Dallas, and one word that comes to mind when you think of them is youth. Head coach Luchi Gonzalez has done a great job bringing in homegrown talent and letting them shine on the senior team. In fact, FC Dallas' senior roster is comprised of 12 homegrown players. Some of these homegrown talents, such as Paxton Pomacow, Reggie Cannon, and Jesus Ferreira, have their eyes set to Europe to further their career. The MLS's back tournament would be a great place for these players to showcase their skills and help make that move. Additionally, the youth on Dallas's roster could help them power through the harsh environments in Orlando. The youth resilience on their roster could help them stay healthy in a tournament where injuries will be inevitable. Dallas started out the 2020 campaign with a win against the Philadelphia Union and a draw against the Montreal Impact. As for 2019, they ended the regular season in 7th place but were knocked out of the playoffs by the eventual MLS Cup champs and fellow Group B members, the Seattle Sounders, in a match that extended into extra time. These two teams will clash again on July 15th at 9 a.m. The third team in Group B is the Vancouver Whitecaps. The Whitecaps have struggled with identity in recent years. In 2019, the Whitecaps finished at the bottom of the Western Conference, earning only 34 points and scoring only 37 goals, the second worst in both categories for that Major League Soccer season. In the first two games since 2020, Vancouver has earned a total of three points with a loss against Sporting Kansas City and a 1-0 victory against the Los Angeles Galaxy. If the Whitecaps want to see themselves out of Group B, it is going to be important that they find the back of the net. One player that they are going to rely on for that is new designated player Lucas Cavallini. While he did not score a goal in his first two matches for Vancouver, he did manage to lead the team with a total of five shots and three shots on goal. Cavallini must find a way to get the ball into the back of the net consistently if Vancouver wants to earn points in this tournament and when the regular season resumes. The final team in Group B is the San Jose Earthquakes. Last season, the Quakes were edged out of a playoff spot by only four points. During the summer months, they created a challenge for their competition and managed only two losses between May and July. However, San Jose was not able to maintain this form and lost their six final matches of the season. San Jose started out 2020 by earning one point in their first two matches when they drew Toronto FC and lost 5-2 on the road against Minnesota United. One trick that the Earthquakes will have under their sleeve is Chris Wondolowski. At the age of 37, he is still considered to be a lethal attacking threat. Last season, Wondolowski was able to net 15 goals, making him Major League Soccer's leading goal scorer. While he is likely to be coming off the bench for San Jose, he is exactly the kind of player you want to come off the bench, a guy who will come in and will find the back of the net. This could prove to be important, especially in the knockout rounds, when instead of going into extra time if there's a draw, they go straight to penalty kicks. Having a proven goal scorer to come on late in the game could prove to be vital. Like I said, the group stage is set to start on July 8th in Orlando, Florida. Group B begins their tournament play at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time on July 9th when FC Dallas faces the Vancouver Whitecaps. Make sure you tune in to our next episode when we look into Group C, which has Toronto FC, the New England Revolution, the Montreal Impact, and DC United. Thank you for joining me on the Number 10 Podcast. I'm your host, Logan Agan. Please be sure to like and subscribe.